Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Right. And levels right. are good. Do you want to introduce this one, Helen? Yep. Pamphylon. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Pamphylon. <laughs> I mean, you can say it less like if it's a difficult to pronounce Chinese word. <laughs> all right, I just, I just, I get nervous all of a sudden. A little bit less like you're reading ancient scripture. <laughs> <laughs> right, excellent. Okay, shall we get start? Get to the pamphylon. <laughs> I know, I just make out the symbols. Pamphylon. <laughs> this was his tomb. <laughs> good. Come on. Yeah. Right, okay. Without the staccato rhythm, I think we're good. All right, I'll do it, do it more sort of lyrically. Okay, yeah. ready? Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And guess what, Ellie? What? We've got Sam Pamphalon on the podcast. Oh, Yay! hey, guys. Hey. Did I say your name okay? You did. It was mellifluous, the way you said it. Thank <laughs> you, Sam Pamphalon. I will call you Sam Pamphalon for the whole podcast because I can say it nicely. You can. You oh, can. We are so excited to have it. Sam is actually back. You're, yeah. you've got a ret- you're a return guest. I know. I'm very honoured. Mm, last time you had the other bloke with you, but thank God you've got rid uh, of him. Yeah, he's... <laughs> He goes on a bit. He's he, yeah. he takes up too much of. Uh, sp- I'm going to have to do this on my own now, aren't I? And just yeah, kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll crumble without him. That's it. You were in a double. Act. Well, you still sort of technically are. I think in- yeah, it's like marriage. You're always kind of involved. If you're married, hang on, look. This is uh, this is foreshadowing. If you're married, someone <laughs> yes. and have you and you have kids, mm-hmm. you are always going to be connected to that person via the kids. And so, yes. like me and Steve, it's like the things that we did are the babies, the horrible, ugly, forgotten babies. <laughs> But we are always we are always going to be forever in a way a pair, right? Okay. Know, whether we're doing something actively or not, right? Oh, that's a lovely. Thing no, to I meant say. that. That was when I said that. I felt that was horrible and scary. <laughs> You're like, oh, like no, I'm forever linked to this. Have you met him? I'm linked to this man forever. <laughs> Chained. He is yeah. chained. Fair enough. Well, for anyone who didn't hear the last podcast you were on, who are you, Sam Pamphalon? I'm Sam Pamphalon. Correct. Uh, then you say what you do? Or yes. Is? Yeah. I don't bit, know. Bit more I'm information. Like this, say what you like. Say your sexual preferences. We don't mind. Uh, Go for it. Sexual pref- preference. Is she, the preference is the... Or oh, no, preference is... Uh, it doesn't preference make it sound like you're choosing. Yeah. Well, so, you know you can with sex, you know. That's how oh, it, yeah. I mean, it only means acts, not um, gender and sexuality. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, like, you know, what, what you like. What, what you like. What you, oh, you insects. Mean, do you oh, like you mean, it? like, do's and don'ts. <laughs> do you mean, do you like it up the back way? Do you like it around the front? I like it always. I think my favourite uh, is uh, 66. <laughs> <laughs> that's just cuddling. Just spooning. Oh, yeah. that's 
Route 66. Yeah. Oh, I like it. I like that's to... where he gets his kicks, all right? Yeah. That's sure nice. Is. But also, apart from cutting... Yeah, apart from cutting. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely does... on the backside, of course. Yes, obvs, obs. 66, is it like a yin-yang cuddle? Is it you cuddle their no, feet? No, no, 66 is just, just spooning. Yeah. Oh, I Double see. Double spoon, like... Or then the when things way. get frosty in the relationship, an 11. Back to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so what do you do for a living or something? I don't know. Well, I, before um, the... Uh, dark Times. The Dark Times. Yeah. I was working as an actor uh-huh. and writing a comedy show for Edinburgh and I got it all nearly done. And i just done my first hour preview and it was going really well. And then lockdown happened and I thought, do you know what? This is going to be a great time. It's going to be a great time. So what happened is my uh, ex-wife, she took the boys up to Yorkshire pre-lockdown, mm-hmm. figured they'd be in the countryside with their grandparents. There's a ride on tractor. They're going to love it. Better than being stuck in a two-bed flat half the time in London. So let, let's do that. Um, and then that turned into like nine weeks. Hmm. Um, but the idea was, was, well, it's a good bit of time without the kids. And then I can, you know, really hone the show. And, you know, I'll do what I'll do is I'll... Um, I'll broadcast online only fans came to me and said hey why don't you have an only fans so you can make money i'll do that and i'll do shows and i had it all planned out and i didn't do fucking any of it no no um, my inspiration for want of a better word my ambition just dried up because it just became about what are we having for lunch and are we going to do any squats today <laughs> and let's go for our state sanctioned walk around the park mm-hmm. and i sort of started living this quite sort of north korean lifestyle yes i really fit it into but the only problem was is i'd go online and people be like hey watch my new um bbc podcast thing and you're like oh fuck all you guys i don't want that and i don't Stop want being that like hey i'm just really using this time to think about my mental health i was like do you know what i have to come off twitter i'm gonna have to come off facebook i couldn't deal with it no and i never thought i would i was always on twitter always just checking what everyone else is saying and i think it was just dissolving mm. my morale yeah. Uh, so by coming off social media, I stopped comparing myself. As my therapist said, and I don't know if it's a quote, comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. Mm. Which one I do don't think? think she made that up, but it no. is a no, thing. There's a probably thing. a big book that those people have that have loads of that. <laughs> I think like when they're um, stuck. That was uh, uh, Samantha Fox, I think, originally. It was, yes, Samantha Fox, yeah. <laughs> I so excited. Yeah. Another podcast the other day. But these... she only shouts it when she comes, apparently. <laughs> her on the podcast now <laughs> i did it the podcast of these two 30 year olds the other day and i was talking about the video game samantha fox strip poker which i'm sure you're familiar with from the oh yes the spectrum so i was talking about sam fox and they were like who 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 is that and i was like you don't know who sam fox is and i'd never felt so old so i went well, she was the first woman to win the booker prize do you know <laughs> <laughs> so that made me feel better i don't know if they believe me mm. um but to be honest with you i've never been very good at uh like steve my comedy partner is very good and at uh, fan engagement or viewer engagement and he streams and does all that so the whole point is you maintain a relationship with these people i just wanted to try and maintain a relationship with my girlfriend and my kids Mm. yeah um and i just don't have i'm just not that relentless i think to sort of be kind of an instagrammy person or a regular podcast person or influencer person or streamer you need to have this relentless drive to to do it when no one is asking you to do it yes and i don't have that Mm-hmm. Only especially if you're not with your double act partner and you're having to do it on your own. Because we did, we did do a thing called Scummy Night In every Friday night where at half eight we would do a little Instagram show for half an I hour. I never yeah. missed it. I never missed it. <laughs> Fuck you. 
<laughs> you were one of our stalkers. So we not a stalker. We had these hecklers. That was like thirteen-year-old like, boys. Yeah, we'd be going can... like milfs, and then they go, "Oh, your grandma is dead. Yeah, <laughs> your nan that's, is dead. That's so kind because it's so true. And I, and I was like, lads, she was a hundred. She had a, she had a <laughs> yeah. good innings, boys. Yeah. It was so yeah, funny. We're at the point where we we can make jokes about it. You, yeah. you're, you're teasing the wrong people. Yeah, yeah. So I really liked that. I enjoyed that. But yeah, there were As like an insult. Your nan the, is dead. Is yeah, there? your nan is dead. <laughs> I'm 43, boys. Um, but no, it's, it's hard if you haven't got another person. I find it much yeah. easier to have another person that I'm obligated to do something with than, you know, just, mm. otherwise I just sit on my ass all That's day. That's why I like the acting. Yeah. Because someone goes, you do this well. And you go, okay, I'll do that well. And they go, okay, now you can do that on the camera. And you go, okay. And then someone goes, you have to be here then. And this person's going to take you there. Mm. They'll tell you when it's ready. All you've got to do is do that thing that you really like doing, which is the pretending. Yeah. Someone else was going to brush your hair and paint your eyes and all that stuff. <laughs> I'm like, that right. for me is, that's the stuff. Like, you, know, you get the, money at the end and of someone that. Gives, yeah, yeah. And, then, and they have to pay you within yes. a certain amount of time. It's, yeah. like, it's almost like it's a functioning industry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Whereas the, the other stuff that is so holistic, where you have to do everything, I'm never going to be across it. Mm. I'm a good partner, yeah, but I'm not. I'm not the You're a team player. Force. That's I'm great. A t- I'm a team that player. That is a I'm very not, good yeah. thing. But you can't all be. Um, uh, one of my favourite quotes from Absolutely Fabulous is that you can't have um, two racehorses in the pen; they'll kick each other to death. So you need a race- lovely. You need a racehorse <laughs> and a donkey. <laughs> I'm going to get your greetings card with that on. So, guys, which one's, story. which one's oh, the thoroughbred? I'm the donkey. You're the proud donkey. I'm really happy to be the donkey. I'm Everyone a loves a donkey. donkey. They're really yeah. comfy. And they're but sometimes reliable. you're the one massive carrying vaginas. Your <laughs> massive donkey vaginas, <laughs> loose, flapping, prolactic donkey vaginas. Yes, it is. But really comfortable. <laughs> but with the mules, you carry the weight. Yes. Don't sometimes, you, sometimes you carry the weight. <laughs> But we do it well. We do it well. <laughs> what well, I'm saying is Ellie is a thoroughbred. She is the show horse. I'm she at a gym a... Carner. That's yeah. right. I've yeah. got a top hat on. Do, all, yeah. do they wear hot, do hot top hats? That's not the horses, is it? That's the <laughs> yeah. No, that's the man. Um, she goes the... fast and everyone looks at her and she's got the expensive cum. Yeah. But we're the, <laughs> <laughs> but we're the, one, we're the ones carrying Great all legs. the emotional baggage. Yes, exactly right. Maintaining. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> with your little straw hats on the <laughs> We've really gone as far as we can with that I, metaphor. I think, I think you've taken us there, uh, yeah. as I knew you would. Um, sorry, sir, there's a man walking by with a child. Um, <laughs> so the window. Oh, what were we talking about? Um, yeah, did, did you get... Because you, you used to be a chef, right? Did yes. you get more into the cooking over lockdown? Or was it another, like, can't be asked with that thing? Got loads into it. Because right. every meal then... Because you could only go to the shops once a day. Wasn't um, that a treat, though? Did that feel spoiling? Well, we had a Lidl right next to us. Oh, my people God. People were not so... You'd have, like, ten angry minutes in Lidl. And then the queues would be puffy, outrageous. Puffy, puffy. But there was no food, so you had to become quite um, good at, you know, kind of going, well, Foraging. I guess, yeah, well, I guess mm. we're having haddock and porridge again, <laughs> and, or whatever it is. <laughs> Did you have a signature lockdown dish? Hey, I had several. My partner's favourite, one of my partner's favourites, mm-hmm. was um, uh, just a breast of duck. Uh, so you cook it on your skin side down. Yes, Render crispy. it slowly in cold pan, bring it up to temperature. Mm. Really render that skin down so it's very sort of thin and crisp. And nice. then cook it, uh, finish it off in the oven, you know, finish the pan with butter, take it out, drain it. It's well seasoned. Um, and you let that rest. And then we got ro- we found these beetroots that were really nice. And so we made, um, roasted the beetroot. No, roasted it with. No. I love beetroot. It tastes yeah. of fucking soil. Why do it you does eat not. soil? Tasty soil. It does taste of soil, mm. but it's tasty soil. So <laughs> it roast... makes you piss pink. Maybe you're into that though. I don't know. I'm colour blind, but <laughs> you know, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. I've forgotten that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, how do you know if you're if you're ill then? Because if you can't, so I don't know. Can't After I eat beach I'm like, I, oh shit! You have to go like, I have to get someone to check. <laughs> I do. That's the only thing. I will die of bowel cancer because I'm like, is that red? Is that brown? <laughs> as long as I don't have to wipe any more than fifteen times, I assume I'm fine. I do. What colour do you see then when we would see red? What do you, do you see? Do you see in black and white like a dog? No, I see the colour that I see the colour that I see. It's just the it's just the information goes to my brain all wrong. So what? So huh? But what colour is? What colour do you, you want to start? Well, we need same, a colour chart. It's the same fucking colour. What? Do they what? not colour blind? Don't start pointing at things that are obviously red and going, "What colour is that?" You're about to point at the sky and go, "What colour is the sky?" Aren't you? Yes, I am. Of course you are. It's blue. All right. It's fucking Stevie Wonder knows the sky's blue. He's sung about it. What do you want? When you look at that bag, what red bag? <laughs> really clear. You're not colour blind. Then it is red. I am colour blind. <laughs> Sofa. Uh, that's a tricky one because what we got there is like an in-betweeny thing. That to me could be purple, which I think it is, <laughs> or a dark blue, or it could be a green. It's a, it's a greeny dark blue. There you go. <laughs> See, you're all fucking it's colourblind. Not purple. Your cushions are, cushions are mustard. Yes, that's true. You're yeah. not colourblind, Sam. No, it's just sometimes when you're things. You're doing it for attention. No, we've talked about this before. <laughs> Don't tease me about my colourblindness. Okay, I couldn't be a jet pilot because of it. <laughs> Is that the only reason? That's so the only reason. He, he's not featured in Top Gun 2. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, those are actors, Helen. Oh, God. I keep getting confused. Though I bet I wouldn't be allowed to be in Top Gun 2. Why? Um, just not fat enough. Or <laughs> <laughs> it's too fat. Val Kilmer's not in Top Gun 2. There's a very good reason. Have you seen Val Kilmer? He oh. had throat cancer. Oh, there we go. No, no, but that's it. another thing. I'm not saying that's why he's not there. <laughs> take the piss out of your colour blindness you can take the piss out of Val Kilmer's he's not cancer. fucking here for long <laughs> he listens he listens <laughs> he does not listen to this he's fine he's recuperating he's fine he's one of our hecklers scummy mummies Friday Is night I mean he's always telling yeah. me my nan's dead old Val Kilmer <laughs> and not I, Val Kilmer we've had to block him actually although in the film Heat this is <clears> niche <throat> watch the film Heat again right he's got one big elbow <laughs> He's got one really long, sticky-outy elbow. Really? What? I'm not even fucking joking. Google it at home if you're listening to this. Val Kilmer's elbow in heat. <laughs> he's going to shoot a gun, and he's like his elbow, his arm, his bottom arm, yeah, the forearm, when it's bent at a right angle, goes further than his. I'm good. It's like I'm a hinge. Oh god! It it's like he's got a hinge. It's like he's wearing a suit of armor, just made but made out of elbow wow. skin. Like wing. Val Kilmer's elbow does sound like an indie film that perhaps you should star <laughs> yeah. in. Val Kilmer's elbow. I apologize. Like I apologize, Sam, for taking the piss out of well, your Well, I apologize for making a terrible comment about Val Kilmer's, you know, life-threatening illness. Which is not funny. <laughs> no, it isn't. Um, but the, the joke was rather that. Um, no, I did make a joke about that. And I wish I hadn't. But it's rather that he's. You know, he gained a lot of weight. He gained a lot of weight. <laughs> Which is fine. <laughs> fine, but that's why he's not in Top Gun 2, because oh. the volleyball scene would be awful. Him all fat and smoking through a hole in his neck. <laughs> no, I think, I think they should have made that, and they should have put you in the volleyball scene as well. Okay? No, because I'm... Okay. Oh, oh, stop playing. throwing that melon at me. What do you mean it's a ball? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. I, I have a similar sort of gelatinous feel to my midriff that I don't think I could have done that. Tom Cruise, oh. of course, is still... Oh, he's, he's, he's in peak condition, always. He's just always perfect. Yeah, yeah. Lovely Tom Cruise. Yeah, I, won't have, I won't hear a bad word about him. Not, not because he's very litigious. No, so. no exactly yeah. right. Well, I'm scared. It's going to be a yeah. shame for you when he dies and it all comes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he dies in 100 fucking years. 
because it's protected by the aliens. So yeah, it's he gets sucked into the yeah. space. Yeah, because all the, yeah, the blood he's been drinking or whatever it is. <laughs> they, what they do in that freaky blue building? Well, how would you know if it's blue? Well, I don't, actually, I don't know. <laughs> I think it might be lilac. Google it. The Scientology building. There's... Oh, should we should we get into some nitty gritty, Helen? I think so. Let's it do some. It feels like we've already got into. I feel like we've covered a lot of ground. We've done a lot of nitty. It's time for the gritty. <laughs> right. Okay. So. You were here a couple of years ago, Sam, and since then, things have changed a bit in your life, Mm. we would say. Like me, you are now a single parent. Yes. How about that? Yeah. I mean, well, I'm a kind of very lucky single parent. Mm -hmm. I uh, met my partner, current partner, um, on Bumble about... A month after me and my wife separated, mm-hmm. which is quite soon. Yeah. I did lie to her and say it was my partner. But we all At the time, do I was that. Like, she's like, well, when did that happen? I was like, it was, it was quite recent. It was a few months or something oh, like that's that. That's what I was saying. I didn't say want to say months. three weeks. No, that's very fresh. Yeah. But, you know, as I, you know, the relationship yeah. had been deteriorating for a while. It wasn't like a, it was a, a fresh wound. It was more like mm. we were cauterising the stump. Yeah. yeah. We'd given up on reattaching You'd the mass- foot. You were massaging <laughs> it with vitamin E cream. Yeah, we're like, yeah. let's stop putting aloe on this and let's yeah. just burn the end. <laughs> this is done. All right. Such a lovely metaphor yeah, for the end you. of a marriage. Yeah. Burning I've a stump. Said, I've, I've said awful stuff about Val Kilmer as well. It's, and Scientology. Um, That's his tradition. So yes. I've been very, very lucky. My parents, parents, my children didn't meet my current partner. Mm-hmm. Until we were together six months. Yeah. I kept it separate. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I had to live with my ex-wife for over a year. That, oh, wow. we separated. Okay, Because yeah. what happened was, is we separated and then we went, okay, well, I guess we have to sell the house. Yeah. And that took 14 months. Oh, okay. Um, now, neither of us could afford, like, not traditionally, it would be the man's role to go and get... A horrible flat and then be all sad dad at Christmas in it. Yeah. But I couldn't afford to do that. So what happened is I slept on our couch um, for a year. Mm-hmm. Over a year. No, uh-huh. about a year. But then, uh, you know, so when I was at home looking after the children, I would... Um, oh, sorry, it's all very complicated. I'd either sleep on the couch or I would sleep in my marital bed. My wife would sleep with her partner at the time or she would sleep in the loft. So we kind of had this weird oh, system right. going on where... Yeah. Uh, we would always try to have, like, um, if it's your duty with the children, you're home with the kids, and the other person is elsewhere. Yeah. Sometimes those things overlapped. Yeah. Um, you ended I, up sleeping with her partner. I had <laughs> sex with her partner. <laughs> no, but one time, actually, I did... Um, so we were kind of getting into this sort of modern rhythm where... Is that um, what you call it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very modern rhythm, I... Just, just at the last minute, just... There was one moment yeah. when I was in the, the, the uh, my ex, no, ex-wife and her partner in the loft room upstairs... And I'd uh, gone, like, my stuff was all somewhere else. So I was brushing, I had a toothbrush upstairs. And I was upstairs, and, and I think they were still asleep. And I'm brushing my teeth, and I look in the mirror and kind of go, oh, this is his toothbrush. Oh, Jesus. But <sighs> there's one, there's one, there's one story which I never, I've, I was wanting to put into my stand-up show, and I haven't done it yet, because there is no stand-up show. Um, but there was one day, so we, we were trying so hard at the beginning to be civil. We really were working at it. And for a lot of it, we succeeded. Like there yeah. were moments where we were really civil. There was a period afterwards where it really, really broke down and now it's, and it's better again. Yeah. Um, but at one point, um, our car wasn't working. They put too small a battery in it. So someone was coming to, from the, um, 
you phone up the people and they come and they were coming to jumpstart the car. But my partner was my ex-wife wasn't going to be there. So she got she said to her partner, could you meet the man who's going to fix the car mm-hmm. and then drive the car around for an hour to make sure the battery is charged? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, fine. <clears throat> I said, cool. So I was I was away. I was like, OK, that's that's fine. Also, um, then she messaged me, said, look, um, my boyfriend um, wasn't going to stay over last night, but has. But he's got to go to work and um, he spilt something on his clothes. Can he borrow some pants, socks (laughs) and and a top? And I said, yeah, that's fine. But then I suddenly realised that at that moment, there was a man (laughs) who had slept in a bed with my wife. Fucked my wife. Sorry, sorry, it's not funny. Put on all of my clothes. Oh, Sam. And was driving around in my car. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I like pissed myself. I just oh, thought it's so perfect. You know, oh, it's just so modern, but he's, yeah. It's oh. like a single white female, but... Oh. But, it, but it was not, nothing to do with him nothing no, not his no, fault no, at all no, like, no, he was no. just being incredibly helpful yes yes and, you of know, course and he was, he's been nothing but you know but nothing but civil and helpful really have you ever told um, Sam <laughs> the story of the time you went to your now ex-husband's house oh, met, yes. with his mother yeah so the first time I met um, uh, my ex's um, parents um, they, they're quite they're quite um, la-di-da and um, I arrived and it was, I was 19 I was at uni and I was wearing all charity shop clothes you know basically clothes tied together with some string <laughs> Anyway, <clears throat> so uh, she said, oh, Helen, uh, we've got some friends coming over. Can you just pop upstairs with me? And so I went upstairs and she had laid out several different outfits of her clothes on the bed. And she stood at the door and then said, just pick one of those outfits and come down when you're ready. Oh, so what were you meant? God. What was I meant to do? You were what very was, young as I well. I was very yeah. young. And I was like, all right, I'm trying to make a good impression on these, you know, lovely people. Um <clears throat> So I put on his mum's clothes. <laughs> no, I know. I know. And I walked downstairs like wearing like this white frilly shirt. <laughs> and I just remember him going, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, wearing your mum's clothes? And he's like, why? I was like, I don't know. I'm scared. Like, and so I was wearing his mother's clothes as they're, you know, being presented to their friends. I was like, but these just oh. things happened. And then oh you went outside God. and had the best sex of your life. Yeah. That's what's going to so I said if he'd walked up to you and been like, now that's the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Hello, oh. mummy. Oh. <laughs> oh, just spritz on her perfume and oh. there we're there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've been eating potpourri because I like it. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But that, I think that is quite an unusual... Because so when you were first talking about that and you were saying, and we lived in the house, you know, I because I, Pete and I, before we got married, we split up for a bit and we lived together in the same house for a bit. Yeah. But we didn't have another partner in the house I thought you meant that your ex-wife was going to stay with the partner no because after a while what happened um, so um, it was always kind of you know either me or my ex-wife would go who didn't have child duty would go and stay at someone else's house Um, me with just my partner and then after a while once the doc got introduced to the kids she would stay over um, which was very weird because we would always come in and have to wash the sheets because you realise that other people are sleeping in the bed. And it, it was a bit uncomfortable. Like, we would much prefer to uh, stay at hers, but we couldn't have the kids at hers. So if I wanted to see her and I had the kids, she had to come over to mine. Um, but there were a couple of times where, uh, you know, I might have been, I was in the house collecting something and I might have heard something I didn't want to hear. Oh, no! Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but I was like, I was like um, 
Uh, but I did hear something once, and I remember thinking, yeah, fair play, fair play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember hearing it like that. I, I, I think he's doing something I wasn't. Fair <laughs> <laughs> play to him. Oh, he's dressed her up in his mum's clothes. Yeah, yeah. There's that, that, oh. that smell of yeah. you know, lilies and... But would you, I mean, you didn't really have a choice at the time, but having lived through that situation, did, you, did it work or was it... No. No. <laughs> no, but I, I don't, think, don't, I don't think divorce or separation works. I don't think, right. I think it can be mitigated. So there are going to be times that we've had awful flare-ups and uh, I know I've been seeing a therapist um, who's been incredibly helpful. Get this. She works with uh, people who work in the industry and she charged me such a low rate. And then when she realised I'd lost all my work, throughout throughout (laughs) lockdown, she's been cancelling me for free. Wow. Absolutely (laughs) saved my bacon because... um, uh, just dealing with your ex-partner who, you know, can push buttons like no one else. Yeah. And then realising just how to sort of cope with it and deal with it. And it's changed my outlook on it. And mm. I feel mm. a lot kind of calmer, you know. And I'm not even going to make a joke about kind of having some sort of massive amount of saying it won't last or I'm going to yeah. go yeah. bad again. Because that's one of my issues, guys. Mm. Guys, yeah, yeah. I, tend to, I tend to downplay myself. and uh, But yeah, I will probably fuck it up at some point. Um, but no, it's, it's going all right. It's interesting because when I announced um, I was separated during lockdown, there were a lot of people who got... Sorry, I'll start again. <coughs> you sound like Donald Trump. Yeah. Are you upset? <laughs> or just got no, it's just, no, it's just, it's just semen. Um, <laughs> so much semen. Oh, How many God. semen were there? Oh, just the two that last okay. night. Um, so it's fine. Um, okay, so it's interesting you mentioned about having to live with your partner during separation because when I announced I was separated during lockdown so many of our listeners and our followers on Instagram saying I got separated during lockdown because I think it was that sort of pressure cooker situation yeah. and so so I'm sure there's lots of people listening now who had to live with their partner knowing that they were separated that I mean no I take other... my hat off because yeah. I, mean, I, I was forced to stay me and my ex-wife were forced to together, stay together for fiscal reasons yeah but we weren't housebound no so, so you could still go to the pub. You could still go and hug. Yeah, your we mate. didn't. We didn't have to see each other a huge amount. Just yeah. sort of with handover and stuff. And but yeah, I can imagine it being. I don't know what. I mean, mm. me and my current, my current, my I don't say current partner. That sounds. I mean, foreboding, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> my present like, wife. My <laughs> present. Um, we were only we only got to see each other a couple of times a week, and then then we we're living together, and then we we're into lockdown, and so we went from kind of a few hours a week to all of it. Mm. And it's only now looking back thinking, oh, fuck, that could have gone really wrong. Yeah. That's a big risk. Isn't Has it? it accelerated your relationship then? Has it, has it gone like, quicker than you've the gone normal? like relationship boot camp? Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like those driving things you do, like you can drive in seven days. You're like, well, fuck, it takes ages to drive, doesn't it? But no. Uh, yeah, I think we're kind of more solidified and we're kind of, we've been through our little rough and tumbles and we've had a couple of rows and we've, we've, definitely, we've definitely put our finger on what, what all my problems are. Um, <laughs> They are many and, and, and varied. Um, but yeah, we're, pro- we're really tight. Mm, it's yeah, really, yeah. really good. But yeah. that's normal as well, Raz. I remember talking to some, a friend who was quite young and he was about to get married. And he was like, I was like, oh, I'm really happy for you. And he's like, yeah, it's like great. And, you know, we just get on so well. We've never had a row. And yeah. I was like, oh, no, yeah. oh, no, oh, yeah. You kind of think with those people that there'll never be a row until there is a row. And then after that row, one of those people is dead. <laughs> It will never that, be the same. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god. And then and then they did have children, and then and then he was like, "Yeah, we 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 row a lot more now." Do you? Do yeah, you? yeah. Do it's you? weird, that isn't it? Yes. Yeah. You've got to have a um, what what uh, what I didn't have 
uh, with my ex was a way of we did not communicate healthily. So it was very much her way or no way. And I would be very much like, fuck you. I've got some opinions and I don't know how to express them, but through anger. And so there wasn't a really a good way to communicate. We couldn't get stuff sorted at mm. all. And both of us were left with, you know, I'll speak for me. I was left with sort of huge resentments and I felt very kind of rejected and unheard. And, and now I'm in a situation where, you know, doctors look at me and go, what's in there? And I go, nothing. She's like, what is it? And I can say, and I'm not going to get someone going, well, fuck you. You shouldn't be like that. You know, I've got someone who has heard very early on all my deepest and darkest. She knew everything that had happened in my marriage. Oh, really? So you put it out all on the table. You're just like, this is... Oh, straight away, yeah. And plus when I met her, I was a complete fucking mess. So it's quite easy in the state that I was often in Mm. to be incredibly open and honest because... But I would imagine, I again, that's fucked up. hard for... That must be hard for a lot of people because that's very... You're making yourself very vulnerable by doing all that. Yeah, but, I mean, at the time I was like, well, I'm not going to have a relationship. Here are the reasons why you don't want a relationship with me. <laughs> I'm doing this currently and I like these things and this is what's happened in my marriage. So, do you know, we'll just sleep together and that's cool. And then... And she then somehow, despite all that, said, I would like a relationship. And I went, no! <laughs> I'm going to break up with you because I'm a free spirit. What I meant was, I want to get drunk on my own for three more weeks. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Yeah. So then uh, she was off to do a play and, and I went and sort of did what I thought was my thang and it lasted maybe a week and a half. And I called her up and I said, I, I'm a mess, I miss you. And I didn't yeah. realise. Three weeks. That's it so was funny. less, I think. That's what it was with Pete, though, exactly. Because we had this on and off, when we were split up before we were married and all that, we had this on and off thing that sort of eventually culminated in me going, I, I just can't, you know, you know, and him going, fine. And us going, we, we, we had to agree not to even see each other as friends for like a month. Because yeah. it all, you know, yeah. friends, okay, sure. Friends, sex friends. Yeah. <laughs> Um, friends who couple uh, who's 66 and 69 yeah yeah not leveling yet no (laughs) so we've probably had more sex in that year we were split up than we had the previous three years put together what's sex though clandestine naughty what are we doing And yeah, and yeah, he we were supposed to not see each other for months. And after three weeks, he turned up. Basically, he'd had enough of his special cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to realise that just doing that and drinking tea out of measuring jugs because you can't be bothered to wash a mug. Yeah, yeah. It's not a lifestyle. Wasn't no, a lifestyle. It for turns him. out you were bringing something to the table yeah. <laughs> that could not be replaced by him alone. Yeah, I yeah. will never forget going round there one day, and he was literally drinking tea out of a Pyrex measuring jug. <laughs> and I was like, "What? What are you doing?" And he's like, "Well, all the mugs are dirty." And I was like, no, but that, <laughs> yeah. this is not no, no, the solution. That's not that why. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not identifying the problem. <laughs> that was so glorious. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Oh, so you so how far so you how far down the line? A couple of years down the line? Uh yeah. So yeah. we we sort of met in November 2018, so Nearly two years with yeah. the Simon offing at the beginning. Yeah. So, so you're a bit, you're a bit closer to the start. <laughs> yeah. Have you got any advice for Helen on getting, you know, get, getting through the separation? Well, yeah. we had a brief chat before. I think mm. you, I think you're way ahead of where I was because I was delusional at first. Okay. Um, I was like, we can do this so cool. Like, we can yeah. be so cool, and uh, we can totally talk about sex and stuff, mm. and it's fine. I want you to be happy. And then she'll she'd sort of say, I met this guy, I fucked this guy, he's got a great dick. And I'll be like, don't tell me <laughs> any of those things. I, I thought I would, well, I don't want to hear it yeah. ever. Yeah, she's so turns out, because then I was like, yeah. uh, at first I was a bit like, I, it's, the love isn't gone. I, yeah. it, I still have your, you know, I, said, I remember breaking down in tears and saying, I know we're breaking up. I said, but you're still my wife and it still feels like... Yeah, that's her. I wasn't there yet. Yeah. I, um, I know because I found out this the other day about men don't like to hear about you talking about having sex with other men. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, it's, I just, don't just mind it. I don't that. mind it in yeah. a sexy situation. Oh. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Tell me about things you've done. That's great. Yeah. But in the very rare situation that we've been married <laughs> for six years and we've just broken up... <laughs> I don't want to hear about any guy's dicks. Okay. But you had to learn that. That's what I like. Yeah, because how else was I going to find that out? That, yeah, that's not so. You don't get that from books. <laughs> you get that from Sam Pamphlon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you get yeah, that from this yeah. fucking podcast. That's yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. Oh, I'll be putting that. That is, you know, however however cool you think you're being. So we did that, but then we, real, you know, what I realised quite quickly is that animosities that we had and, and, and baggage that I had wasn't going to go away just by splitting up. In fact, it was going to be amplified because mm-hmm. now I don't have to try and make up with you. Actually, I can right. just be angry with you all the time. Yeah. And so there was lots of that, mm-hmm. um, you know, and lots of mean things were said. But at the end of the day, where we agree on it is that there are kids and we, bo- we both really love them. We're both good parents to them. And actually the, the petty bullshit, if you can get past it, because mm. petty bullshit... It's stuff. It's stuff. It is stuff. You can't just discount it. It's fucking real. Absolutely. I mean, and the golden rule is just, yeah, you love your kids more than you hate your ex. That is that. That's what. Eventually you do. Yeah. Eventually you do. (laughs) 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. But the only reason I say that is I'm getting out of the car. I was like, I was thinking. I was thinking of things that we might talk about. And I was thinking, you know, yeah, you, you love your kids more than you might hate your ex. Then how come I prioritise being so fucking angry? Because mm. you're allowed to be angry. Yes, but... Yeah, and, and also... Making it your life's work, is that what you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, lying there, oh. seething and, yeah. you know, working out what kind of wicked, legal, lawyer-like fucking WhatsApp you can send to her that would just end her, you know? <laughs> And a huge email. That's it. No one could read this and not be on my side. <laughs> and then she just write back. Actually, I think that's all bullshit. And you go, no, that will not stand up in court. And I've said that in WhatsApp messages. That would not stand up in court. We're not in court. <sighs> we're just being dicks to each other yeah, on you're phones cross. you're yeah. really cross and you're working it out because and you type angrily oh, yeah. which on oh, a cat. fucking blueberry was glorious <laughs> but on an iPad it's horrible all soft and there's nothing there there's no haptic fucking feedback I can fuck off <laughs> I want buttons. I want to be fucking typing into a typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> I want Jessica to send Fletcher. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to roll it up and stick it in a thing on a pigeon's neck. Bitch! Ding! 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 Oh, that's good that you're in a good place now, though, Sam. That's, yeah, that's really I can, nice. I can, I can feel that calm. I can feel that calm. I can taste it. It's I can still it. access it. It's still there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because... We'd have to talk about this if you don't want to, I'll cut it out. But I remember, um, I think how I found out about the breakup was you did a Facebook post. Yes. You and your ex-wife, and yeah, yeah. you were looking sort of jolly and gorgeous. And it was a very sort of quite funny, sweet statement saying, look, yeah. this has happened. We're splitting up, but it's all cool and we're yeah. all going to be friends. The manifesto as it was. Yeah, right. that was like your press release. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, looking back, that, that firstly, having done that annoys me. Because that's very twatty. It did serve a purpose in that I didn't have to tell everyone mm. I saw. You remember seeing people? You remember when you'd see yeah, people? Yeah, it's the head, it's the head tilts. And yeah, yeah and but, so, but, but like, yeah. so what's happening? You have to explain it. People know we've yeah. separated, but we're on good terms. Because telling people that you've separated is it's okay for the first few people, but then it gets it's just tiring and it's a pain in the ass, and you just like. I don't want to. You don't need to know why yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So, so I, we kind of we kind of set out yeah. a stall. But the issue with it came that um, by the time I would see people, they would have read the thing where we're like, "Hey, we just love our kids, and we're going to be all blah, 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 and hey, and we had some good times together, and you know, there's always going to be a lot of love there." That whole kind of cringy fucking aren't we cool? And choosing a photo in which she got final choice. So obviously, I didn't look as good as she did. And, Let it you know, go. No, no. Uh, <laughs> but the problem was is that when I would see people and they. See the other one where you're wearing a sombrero I've got them on my fucking phone there's a couple where I'm pretty handsome did you use that for your bumble profile yeah I went through them the other day like fucking hell why can I oh I know dating apps where they just have a photo clearly of them in a jewel and they've just got a bit of paint yeah, and yeah. they just wiped out their ex oh, like, like Stalin did to Trotsky yes there's all these photos you're just scrolling through it's like they've just like put like oh, a smiley God. emoji over their ex-girlfriend I was like yeah. choose another photo lad because well, they haven't got any other photos because that's before all the hatred infested their faces <laughs> and there's that kind of remnants of divorce do you ever get ones where they're like, there's them, there's obviously four kids and they've just blocked those out. Just yeah. Talk, no children, no yeah. thanks. Yeah, I know. Like, all these people were killed. <laughs> because my friend 
<laughs> they're the hostage situation photos that you get on. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it's dreadful. Oh. But Sorry. yeah, that was my question. Really, do you regret? Would you advise someone going for it to do? I, a I wouldn't post advise like it. So what happened was then is that people come up and go, "Hey man, I saw that you and your partner split." It's so cool. You guys are so cool. And in my head, I'd be thinking, it's not cool. <laughs> She's That's a bitch. A bitch. <laughs> I hate her. I'm so angry all the time. There's another man wearing my pants out yeah. there. He's going to drive my fucking Passat. <laughs> What's cool about this? I heard them. He sounded good. <laughs> I would. Yeah. I don't blame her. I've don't had to give her. him a key. <laughs> He's got my keys currently. <laughs> oh, oh, so you should write a book about how not to get divorced yeah but I mean is, I think everyone is every single divorce would be how not to do it yeah. just for different different ways yeah. I think it's just you get there it um, is It is yeah. this wonky little line yeah, and, and you think, make all the mistakes there, yeah. you know, maybe having a goal Like the, the thing is we started off with the goal which was for us to uh, be happy together yes. not happy together but no. happy to co-parent and be good for the kids that yeah. was the plan and then in the middle bit, we were like, fuck that ever happening. Yeah. We both said it. Mm. This is off. Yeah. We are never getting on. Mm. And then you revise it back down to a level of civility. Yeah. And you think, okay, I can maintain that. Mm. Like, I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. And I'm going to, you know, virtually or I'm going to work, walk away from things that are potentially inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I'm being asked something and I can't do it, I'm going to be forthright in saying I can't do it and just know to put a boundary there. Yeah. There are boundaries. So before there wasn't any boundaries, then there was all boundaries. <laughs> and now it's kind of, um, all right, okay, yeah. let's see where we are. Yeah. Um, and let's try and do it a bit more maturely. But yeah. again, I'm saying this now. I'll come back on in two years' time and go, oh, yeah, no, she died. <laughs> <laughs> She died, yeah. Did she? Yeah. Know, she did. did she? No, yeah. exactly yeah. right. Yeah. It's, always, it's always hard to know. Yeah, someone someone did something yeah. awful. Yeah. Um, uh, she's not here anymore. Okay. Um, but that's okay. I'm in jail now, so... <laughs> so we'll do yeah. that Zoom one. Was I talking about boundaries last time? Yeah, that did not work. <laughs> I, yeah. and, and is this helpful? I feel like I'm your therapist now. I'm like doing mediation. Now you say to Sam what you've just heard. You, you... Yeah. <laughs> no, I think this is really healthy because I think we all have great intentions when we're in that weird shock for the first, the first couple of months is just shock. You're just kind of going, what the fuck just happened? I was on one particular path. I was like, yeah, I'm married to this guy and then the kids are going to do this and then we're going to get old and we're going to renovate the house and we're going to do... So you, you're on one particular trajectory that all of a sudden, mm. through sometimes not your fault, sometimes it is your decision, you have to create a whole new path. Yeah. And that just fucks with you. It's insane because it's like... Um dying and being reborn as someone else and you're yes. like what I because know. everything yeah. you thought your life was going to be is now gone yeah you know you've in marriage you have a lot of times sort of think ahead of stuff like oh geez what's gonna be like when i'm 50 yeah and stuff like that oh god you know never gonna do this you know so there are lots of positives you go oh mm. shit all that stuff's opened up again mm. but also all that really secure stuff has gone away yeah you know you have to buy yourself a whole new wardrobe yes exactly um and and it's exciting and it's scary, yeah. but but it gets but it gets less like like anything you know people yeah. people die sometimes and then you're like oh my god I couldn't even imagine it yeah and they're dead for like two years you're like yeah a bit sad about it you're like, <laughs> and you're like but they died you were absolutely gutted you're like yeah isn't it? yeah still I mean still again sad yeah but yeah she was she was my nan she was a hundred she was a hundred. <laughs> 
yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm over it. No, yeah. you're not over it. It's always going to be a, a, mm. a, a thing. Uh, yes, know. absolutely. And Ellie, I think you described it as about a ball in a box. Is that right? Oh, that, that's not something I made up. No, I read that somewhere mm. and then probably appropriated it and presented that sounds it to like you, you as if... As yeah, that sounds like most of your output. Just rebranded yeah, it. Um, yeah. um, so I read this thing, which is about grief, but I think you know that it's applicable. Mm. There's a lot of grief in in what you're talking about. So the the when the when the incident first happens, whether it's the death or the breakup, the the grief is like this huge ball inside the box, and it's like every time the ball touches the side of the box, um, that's pain. Yeah. And then over time, the ball like a like a mouldy lime. Let's say that that's my yes. that's what I'm bringing to yeah. the party. I, yes, it shrinks <laughs> until it gets get brown and, and like yeah. a golf ball, like a yeah. testicle in a swimming pool. It yeah. shrinks. Mm. Yes, um, and so it hits the sides of the box less often, mm. and so the pain is obviously less. Yeah, but the trick is the smaller it gets, also you sort of forget about it so then sometimes when it does hit the side of the box it's, it's, a, it's, it's more of a, a shock because it yeah. can hit you and blindsides you and that is its own kind of thing mm. so what I'm saying is you've got more pain to come guys I suppose. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, is, yeah. that yeah. is what I want to hear well, the good really. news is it'll be a complete surprise and <laughs> yeah. it'll absolutely fuck you yeah. up <laughs> you're welcome yeah. oh, but yeah. no, I just thought that's yeah. Surely it's a relief though to know the ball is getting. Smaller. Yeah, it is, and and it's and it's one of those things because you get through bits where you just wake up one day and go, I'm not sad. Wow, yeah. I'm not sad today. Mm. And there are just little milestones that you get, um, and just going, oh, I'm just so happy. Instead of going, what am I lacking? It's what am I gaining? And it just the, he- the healing process is is, 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 is yeah. absolutely amazing because you can help it along, but you know you have to kind of. This is the thing, like the ball in the box thing is is uh, I was never much for positive thought uh, and just assumed everything was going to go wrong. And I'm kind of stopping doing that. So like with, you know, how you feel about stuff and how you are at the moment. Mm. Yeah, you're going to have moments m- more than likely where you're going to go, ah, fuck, that, that really stings at the moment or mm. that's hurtful or something new happens or there's a new revelation yeah. or someone says something and it's shitty. Of course that's going to happen. Yeah. But you're, you know, it's like the stock market. You're trending upwards. You're trending <laughs> When you look at it over time, it'll look like a straight line going up. Yeah. When you bring it up closer in the period of time, it's all just like a like electricity. But yeah. it, you know, it's perspective. When you push yes. out, it trends upwards. Yeah. So you're fine over time. Yeah. Like mm. investments. Yeah. Yeah. You, know. <laughs> yeah. you don't invest in the short term. We're investing long term. That's yeah, it. Yeah. It's, it's the long game. So in terms of your boys as well, have you got any advice um, or what have you learned, I guess, from, you know, how, how you deal with the kids with all this? Like, how much do you share with them and, and how do you manage it when you are feeling sad and you don't feel like being happy daddy or whatever it is? Well, sometimes I'm just grumpy daddy, but then they'll laugh at me for being grumpy. They're amazing. I think they're incredibly resilient. I, they talk about uh, having two homes, mum's place and daddy and Dottie's house. Um uh, they're desperate for me to marry Dottie. Emerson keeps making rings and making boxes. Um, oh. Going, you have to take Dottie on a date. <laughs> like that because he thinks going on a date is getting married. Yeah. Yes, um, and you know, he wants a brother or sister. They both do. Oh and, wow! You know all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, um, but me and uh, Mummy make sure. You know, we try and we try our best to have kind of rules that. You know, we have some differing opinions on some things. That's okay. It's not the end of the world. Um, but they feel loved wherever they are. Hmm. They don't see animosity. They don't hear animosity. I don't think it's the end of the world, personally. If someone hears a row yeah, and, they, yeah. and, and, there's, and, and it gets cleared up, I don't think it's the end of the world. 
Well, I think um, we've solved uh, divorce. Can I just say, though, like, if I've made jokes like along the way, like I'm very... Again, I sound like I've been a good two-shoes. But the boy's mum is a fantastic mum. Yeah. Uh, and she only has their interests in heart. So, you know, I sort of referred to her as a bitch, but that was in a kind of trying to be funny bit. I, she's not a bitch. That was just my state of <laughs> yeah. mind at the time. No, she's not. I'm bad. She's lovely. Whereas yeah. you are a wanker. So there you that's... go. So I'm a wanker. So <laughs> yeah. she's, not got, she's not on this podcast. So, yeah. you know. There's balance for you. We've done it. We've figured yeah. it. Balanced yeah. and fair, like Fox. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the thing, is that, like, you can say that your ex is a good dad, but still think he's a cunt. So I think... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like, that's yeah. okay. I mean, yeah. you wouldn't say that, obviously. I wouldn't say that, but it's I'm just saying... One, one yeah, yeah, yeah. could say that. that. One, one could can say, say that. that. Yeah. 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 So well, I, a... yeah, I did on Instagram, I kind of... Uh, what, what kind of prompted me to come on social media as well is I... Uh, we'd had this argument. Oh, my God, it's awful. Should I tell this story? Okay, it, 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 this makes me look really bad. That's fine. Can I tell? I've got time. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. got you. Okay. Yeah. It's so, your show, sort of. Yeah, yeah, if we haven't got Ian McKellen coming in at 2.30 or anything. <laughs> I was going to tell you a story about Black Lives Matter. Um, um, so we went to a BLM protest and we took the boys. And we had little placards for the boys to, to hold. And it was up at uh, Annalee Hill in Crystal Palace. Everyone was spaced out. Uh, and I posted a picture of it on Instagram. And then uh, my ex-wife got me in the way she always gets me. She goes, oh, I saw you were on a BLM march. I was like, yeah, that's completely irresponsible. And she told me a new one about like, because uh, previously I'd had a go at her about not doing social distancing properly. Uh, so she, this is very much a kind of a payback moment, but maybe yeah. she was genuinely upset. I was like, it, it was all spaced. We were all wearing masks. It was all very careful. Anyway, I then made the mistake of writing on another Instagram post uh, at the BLM march, their mother was absolutely furious. Ooh, oh, so now, the I wrote it. No, no, no. I wrote it and I was like, Ooh. and I sent it. I did not write it intending it to be that. But when I sent it, I was like, oh no. Because I was angry. And uh, yeah, so I made her look like a, a racist. Mm-hmm. She's not a racist. No. That is not, not why she was cross. That was probably the moment where I was like, oh, that's rock bottom, dude. <laughs> and her friends piled on. Like, they must have been telling each other. They didn't even follow me on Instagram, but they were like, like you're a piece of shit. This is so you. Like, people I was like, used to have drinks with and stuff, like, this is so you. I was like, oh, no, this is awful. Awesome. Like, so, no, no, but they, they, it was fair enough. Yeah. It was fair enough. And so I took it down and I wrote an apology and I put, left an apology to her up for 24 hours, which is longer than the thing was up. Which is fair. But then a lot of my sort of followers are like, you don't have to apologise. Like, guys, oh, I really no, do. No, 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 no. no. I do have to apologise because you can't just this go calling the mother of your children. This is not This is, you know. this is, no, no. Yeah. So if, if, if you hated me for the Val Kilmer stuff, uh, or the Scientology stuff, <laughs> you just wait until I uh, call my ex-wife a racist for no reason stuff. That's, that's a shit thing to do. It was a I'm shit thing to do. I'm not in any way going to try and say, no, but no, there's no buts. That's a shit there's thing no to do. But thank yes. you for fucking just being honest about that because do you know what? We've all all done shit things. I mean, yeah. not yeah. that, but we've. <laughs> but just but like, we've what done, was I thinking? We've all done shit that we yeah. really regret, and you tried to make it rupture and repair, man. The, the temptation to, right. to lash out on social media and use it as this kind of tool to engage others to like on your side, like you know, whether you do it anonymously, like, excuse me, guys, just a poll. Um, if someone said this, do you think that would be completely out of order? Like, <laughs> <laughs> which we have both done. Yeah. Um, so I kind of thought, if I'm doing that in you know 
yeah. at any point, that's got to stop. Oh. No, exactly. And I, I'm very conscious that I have a platform and there's lots of people listening to the podcast and all that sort of stuff. But there's, you know, I think, I think it's just about choosing... You know, yes, you'll get an instant hit, won't you? You'll get an instant likes or whatever. Righteousness. But, yes, but what is the long? What's the long game? What is all what her mates is... pile on and you feel like a piece of shit? <laughs> like, well, there's, exactly. Well, there's people who are at your wedding that you really liked who you, who you okay, slightly miss. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. bye. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. god, oh, this yeah. is awful. That's the end. Oh well, never yeah. mind. It's... You learn your lesson. You yes. do. It's never easy, is it? That's, no. that's no. the fucking. But lesson. you know, I've. I've, I've, I've I wasn't going to say that, but I thought it's quite nice to bookend it with that because I'm very conscious that, because I've done like uh, other podcasts where we've talked about splitting up and stuff. Mm. Uh, and I'm very try to be, the temptation is if it's come from your side, even if you think you're being balanced, you're not being balanced. You're going to kind of paint yourself. I've, so I try not to paint myself in uh, too rosy light. Man. No, not out of yeah. some sort of modesty, like, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm just trying to be humble. But because, <laughs> you know... <laughs> You know, I you know I was, mm. as anyone is in a, in a split up at moments, a genuine piece of shit. Mm. Um, I actually, I never was. That's, yeah, well, <laughs> but, you know that's okay. No, but uh, then I'm a genuine piece of shit, so <laughs> I couldn't help it. I, I'm learning to be more shitty, guys. So yeah, you're both still donkeys. Thank you. Okay, it doesn't really matter who did the biggest shit. You've you're both, both got big flappy donkey yeah. vaginas. <laughs> Both wearing your little fucking what? straw hat. Shall we? Shall we have a quick scummy mummy confession? We should. What do you think? Have you got one for us? Yeah. Uh, on. yeah um. Uh, one of the things I got um as a bonus for being separated uh, was two cats because my ex was allergic to cats and I was a grown up about that. So I got some highly allergic <laughs> yeah, cats. See, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I haven't done anything wrong apart yeah. from getting getting two animals that make him physically ill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> Way. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's, as, as, that's so passive aggressive. It's beautiful. It? But it's, it's for the beautiful. kids. But there's cats. There's kittens. Yeah. Cute. Anyway, I, I've been a bit smug because I, I, um, I got some really nice cats and they've been really great. Okay, and I've just been going, oh, they're so cute, and they've added so much love. Anyway, um, yesterday, just before I went off to the eye hospital, um, I've got a sore eye and I don't like to mention it. <laughs> um, I was running late and I thought, oh, I'll just check that everything's okay in the house. One cat had killed a mouse and put it on Hugo's rug. Good and the cat. other cat had done a sick in Matilda's room on her rug. So Lovely. I like, had like about three minutes to pick oh. up a dead mouse, some sick, try and clean the rugs. And I was like, I am not happy with my life choices. No, bad cats. Uh, my confession is, uh, well, you guys were here for it, but I'm going to share it with the listener. Yeah. Um, so... My husband's just started a new job, which is very exciting because he's not had a job. He didn't, he's a contractor and he was between contracts at the start yeah. of lockdown. So he's had no work for mm. like six, seven months. So he started this new job just last week and it's all very intense and it's very exciting. There's a big crisis at work today. So um, I went upstairs to, to get my headphones in the office, which was my office. Obviously, now it's his fucking <laughs> yeah. office. So I just went Patriarchy. in one day and it's like, oh, it's your office yeah, yeah. now, is it? Okay, that's fine. So I went in the office and um, he was like, okay, I'm, I'm about to have this crisis call, this Zoom call. Like, do not, do not come in. In here like do not ask me for anything just 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 okay and i was like okay fine it's like with the big boss really important okay so so i got back downstairs and then i realized i'd left the little spare recorder in the desk drawer and i was like i've got to get it i have to, there's just nothing i can do so i went back up to the loft and then just i tried to as quietly as i could open the the loft door and then i tried to crawl across the floor i did crawl across the floor to the desk and then i just heard someone on this zoom call go 
Is is that a woman crying, <laughs> crying in your office? Oh, and my I'd, God. And he'd angled the camera so that you could just see me crawling across the floor. Mate. Oh, my God, Ellie. And he had to go, yeah, that's that's my wife. And I was like, yeah, sorry, I'm, not, crawl. Yeah, yes. I'm not allowed to stand up because no. he doesn't like to look at my face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is how she must enter all rooms. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, so that's my confession. I really embarrassed my husband, but mm. never mind. Uh, Sam, have you got a confession for us? I really feel like I've confessed quite enough. <laughs> uh, that whole thing that. where yeah. I implied my wife was racist on social <laughs> that media. Is quite bad. Yeah, that's really bad. And just yeah. again, for legal reasons, she is not a racist. She is I repeat. not a racist. She's a lovely lady. She's a lovely lady. Yeah. Yes. Well done. Um, well, that's fair enough, Sam. I think. If yeah. that's okay. I think- <laughs> Well, oh. thank you. Thank you so much for coming uh, on the podcast and fun. being so, yeah, being honest, man. Oh, you're so funny. Like, yeah. of all the guests we've had, you're like in the top, what, 15? 20? Yeah, definitely. That's quite, that's quite. Out of 200. Yeah. That's quite a lot. Oh, okay, I mean, I'm, I really hope that number's going to be smaller. You don't. Seven. I'd go five. Okay, yeah, but now you're lying because that's not your initial. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. Anyway. Just, just women <laughs> lying to me again. <laughs> oh, no. No, I'm angry again. <laughs> I knew it would wear off, you bloody racists. I'll fucking get you on Twitter. Until next time. Bye-bye. Children. You haven't said mangina yet. Can we talk? Can oh, just... bumgina. 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 Oh, this is this is an argument that Sam and I had on on television. About... I, I, think... I can solve it. Okay. okay, go ahead. I was right. I on the TV show, I got confused because you know you get poo on a chicken egg, chicken poo on a chicken egg. Yeah. You think it comes out of its bum then? <laughs> but then you think, why would you give birth out your bum? Because a chicken <laughs> is sometimes in a chicken egg. Yeah. So it must come out the vagina. Yeah. The chicken's vagina. But then is it shitting on it afterwards? That happens, mums, right? Yeah, guys. All power. Power to the mums. We're okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it happens. It's, it's, it's nature. Yeah. Uh, it's disgusting. I wish you'd stop doing it. <laughs> You're embarrassing yourselves. I, why you couldn't just go before, I don't know. I know, exactly. Um, Hold it in. But it turns out the chickens do have bumginas. No. They've got, all birds do. They've got multi-use holes. It's called a cloaca. <laughs> That's the name week. of my first child. Cloaca, yeah. <laughs> oh, you must have cloaca over. Um, oh, yes. oh, God. You must oh, have cloaca over. Is, yeah. <laughs> Eat your olives. <laughs> cloaca. Leave gonorrhea alone. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.